This is a sure way to kill your dreams. You're, if you're like, why are you talking negatively? But when I talk about the content of this episode, you will certainly know why I say this is the biggest killer of all your dreams. You are listening to the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. This podcast is for you if you are ready to tap into your inner wisdom, unlock your personal success, and evolve your life and business. I am your host, Padma Ali, and I'm well known in the space of neuropsychology and energy healing. I help evolved entrepreneurs and high-performance leaders like you Remove the invisible barriers that you cannot see that are keeping you stuck from transforming your life. As we journey together, you will quickly discover that the only way to create your vibrant life and reach new levels of success is to go within. There's no better time to discover the gifts of your inner wisdom than right now. Welcome to the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. This episode is about people, about people in your life that you may or may not know. And as you start hearing this, you will it'll become clear to you why this is a killer of all your dreams. And before we dive in, I have a big request. If you have found value in these episodes, please, please, please leave a review. And as a way of reciprocity, if you send me a screenshot with your review, I will send you an audio on attracting abundance. So, I request that you do that. And please, for, for, for after you leave a review, please share this episodes with your friends and family and your tribe, because together we can raise the vibration of this planet. The more people live in a free, in, in a free state of mind, body and spirit, it's going to raise the vibration and frequency of this planet. And you can be a part of that. All right, so let's get to the episode. This is about people. And this one thing, again, got inspired because I was talking to some of my clients in my group calls. And one of the things that as a theme I started noticing and picking up was this fear this fear and many of my clients are entrepreneurs and they are they're either growing their business or they're already well established and the ones that are well established care a little bit less about this than the ones that are growing their business and even the ones that are established some sometimes this comes up and the general theme i was starting to pick up on was this fear this fear of judgment, this fear of perceived judgment from other people. So the question is, who are these other people that you are fearful of judgment from? 
So if you are an online entrepreneur, you probably use social media for marketing like most people do. Now, the theme I was picking up on was if I say this, if I share that, what, how am I going to be perceived? How am I going to be judged for this? Right? How am I going to be, what are they going to think of me? So my first question I often ask them is like, who are they? Who is this they you're talking about? Oh, they, my, my family members or like that. I'm like, all your family members? No, one person. And who is this generic crowd you're talking about? Oh, people. But who are these people? And the reason I'm asking these specific questions is because you can ask these questions to your own self. If you are scared of judgment from others, here is the real reason. It's not that you're scared of their judgment. It's about how you, how you are judging yourself. And also, if someone judges you, what is that going to do for you? What is that? How is that going to what is the impact of that in your own self? That is often why people fear judgment. It's not that they're like, oh, what are they going to say of me? It's like, how are you going to judge yourself? And can you handle the emotions that come with that? So, you know, I'm pretty transparent. I share things and I share both, both meaningful, valuable stuff from my own life and also how I grow and evolve and where I've made mistakes. I'm pretty transparent about this because I am not perfect. And, um, and this is also part of my dharma. This is part of how I'm meant to serve, which is like share my, my shortcomings or share my, uh, my struggles, because through the struggles come openings and success. And the more I share that, the less other people, like the, the, my clients or anyone listening to these podcast episodes or my YouTube videos, they are less likely to repeat the same mistakes and do something different. At least that's my intention and my goal. So there have been times where I've shared some things and some family members have, so, and this is all connected guys. So some family members have not come to me directly, but they'll go to other family members and say something else. And <laughs> in the beginning, it used to irk me. I'm like, why are you sitting and talking about me? Do you not have any other work to do? Like, why are you talking about me? Do you see, I was judging them. And I had to stop myself again. The question I've always asked myself is if I want a different outcome, what is the, what is a different way I can handle this? So I'm like, okay, first I need to stop judging them because, and why was I judging? So think about this too. When we judge others, we're, we're usually protecting ourselves and also we're protecting ourselves from some feeling that is often causing shame or fear. And that's usually when we start judging because we're protecting. What if there's nothing to protect? What if you, there's nothing to protect? So the reason I even brought that up is because, you know, when I was growing up, I, I grew up in a V culture, W-E, V culture. It, India is a lot about that. It's about community, family. It's all about we-ness. So I would often hear my mom say things like, 
oh, what will your neighbors think? What will our neighbors think? What will they think? What will the other family members think? And this would be something stupid things like wearing clothes, certain types of clothes, or like the way I talked or whatever. So they'd be like, don't do that because what will they think? And it would be such a trigger for me because I was like, I don't care what they think. But because it it caused so much struggle in the house, then I started to be a little bit more mindful. I started to change and shift the way I was living or I was showing up because I was worried about how my parents would feel. So this is where it started, right? And at this point in my life, I can honestly say I care a hoot about what people think of me, what they perceive of me. I really don't care You can think ABC of me, you can think XYZ of me, you can think I'm amazing, you can think I'm a fool. I don't care, honestly, because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But a lot of my clients still struggle with that. And as do some of the potential clients I've been talking to recently, there's a lot of fear of how is this going to be perceived? If I sell this, if I make an offer for this particular product or my service how are they going to perceive me are they going to think i'm greedy are they going to think i'm charging too much are they going to and i'm like how do you know that's too much i'm always questioning them to question themselves because that is where the freedom lies if you continue to give other people whoever these other people are in quotes power you're literally taking power away from your own self. So what's more important to you, working towards the goals that you have or staying stuck with holding yourself back, not being yourself and literally dimming your light because someone else is going to judge you and we don't even know who this someone else is. These are questions you need to keep asking. Who cares? Who cares what someone thinks of you? Who cares? Ask yourself that. Who cares? Okay, they're going to be like, you suck. You're horrible. Okay. The bottom line is you're going to be judged no matter what. Whether you're good at something, whether you're not good at something, doesn't matter. You're going to be judged. People are going to judge you because we humans are judgmental people. We're judgmental beings. We make meaning-making machines. And so one of the ways we make meaning is through judging. You're judging. You're judging something as good. Even that's a judgment. You're judging something as bad. That's also a judgment. Now, I'm not saying you can be completely non-judgmental. But judge only the good things. Say, look at the amazing things around you. If you're judging someone for their flaws, see if you can flip that around and judge them for their positive things. Because when you're judging someone, you're judging yourself. And if you continue leaking that power, what is that taking away from you? So... When this client is like was refusing to or not refusing, she was having a little bit of like um, I had to work with her on her on changing her mindset around putting whatever she wanted to talk about without the concern of how it was going to be perceived. If she didn't do that, the cost of that, the cost of that is big time. Her products will not sell. Her services will not sell. And 
She's not going to be serving the people who are there for her. Meaning, she's not going to be providing service for the people who need her. Apply this to your life. If you are concerned about judgment from other people, what is it costing you? And how long do you want to live your life based on what somebody else is going to think about you? It's very important. Are you living life on your terms or are you living life on someone else's terms? I'm pausing that for a second for a reason. You know, I'm, uh, it may sound a little weird to some people, but I'm not a big fan of, um, what is the best word? I'm very particular about who I spend time with. And sometimes it rubs people the wrong way. And it's not because I'm uh, um, being callous about it or I'm being like, you know, haughty or high and mighty about it. No, it's because my time is so limited. And whatever time I have goes into either my business or my family because and my clients, this is where my priorities are and, and myself my own spiritual evolution and growth, like it's all, it's all focused on that. So there are many people who come to where I live in Sedona and they're like, I want to spend time with you. I'm like, no, I can't. And it, on the one hand, it may sound like I'm being weird about it, but I'm not like, I'm just honoring what is important to me in this stage in my life. Now, will I be judged for that? Probably. But again, Am I going to sacrifice how someone perceives me and give up what is important to me and do something out of obligation? It's not going to serve me or someone else or that person I'm meeting because then then it's it's going to your your energy shows, right? It shows that they are it's it's not coming from a pure-hearted place. So honor what you want. Honor what you need and only do the things that feel in alignment with your spirit and from a place of joy that you want to do something out of pure joy. So with that, I want to leave you with a quote. And this quote is from Don Juan from um, the, I don't remember which book exactly, but in that, he talks about the Carlos Castaneda book. I think it must be the teachings of Don Juan. And he says there, the average man is hooked to other men. And the spiritual warrior is hooked only to infinity. The average man is hooked to other men. And the spiritual warrior is hooked to only, only hooked to infinity. And I have this quote in a frame in my bathroom that I see every single day as a reminder, as a reminder to myself saying, what is my commitment? Why am I here on this planet? And what is my purpose? What is, what am I committed to in this lifetime that I have? Very less life, very less time left. 40, 50 years is going to go by very quickly. I'm already 47. Time's going to fly by, right? And so it's my job to stay committed to my path. 
And the reason I have that is because I had to work really hard to break those structures of indoctrination from my childhood around the we culture. What do people think of me? And it does still come up. When I have to say no to somebody, it comes up because I was indoctrinated to be, to be the people pleaser, to make sure I didn't hurt their feelings. It's not my job, whether I hurt, if their feelings are hurt, my job is to be, is to focus on my intention. And if my intention is pure, comes from a place of love, whether they get hurt or not is not my business. But I was taught from a very young age to not be hurtful, to to not hurt somebody's feelings. How will they feel? What will they think? If you do this, what will they think? If you do this, how will they feel? It was so centered around that. It took a lot of effort and work on breaking those structures to not be people-pleasing, to only focus on what is important to me, coming from a place of love and joy and doing everything from that place, even if I had to say no, it took a lot of effort. So I still have that as a reminder for myself because I can forget. I recently had to say no to somebody and it was a, it was a piece of work for me because I like that person, but I know I didn't have the bandwidth to do what she was asking from me. And so I had to say no and it took work. Because again, all those structures don't go away. Those old belief systems don't go away. You have to keep working with them. And this quote is a reminder for me to say, okay, I am here in service of the divine. I'm here in service to raise the, to help the planet evolve, help people around me, help them evolve and help myself evolve. So if something is not in alignment with that, I'm not going to do it. So it's really up to you to see what are you committed to. And if that involves hurting people, (laughs) I don't mean like you need to hurt them deliberately, but like what are you, if you're focused on how it is going to impact people in quotes, whoever those people are in your life, or are you focused and committed on what is it that you are wanting to do here on this planet? And really think about that. Otherwise, you're going to continue living your life based on what someone else feels about you, people-pleasing, doing things only to out of obligation, not only, but doing things out of obligation. And in the process, who are you throwing under the bus? Have you realized that the most important relationship you'll ever have is the relationship with yourself? And are you telling me that you're willing to jeopardize that relationship for some other relationship that is not even important? And what I mean by that is, see, you come to this planet alone and you'll leave alone. We don't come. Everything else is a bonus. My husband's a bonus. My kids are a bonus. My family is a bonus. But I come to this planet alone. My job is with myself first. And I was, again, raised in a a culture that saw that, that as selfish. If you focused on you, it is selfish. It is not selfish, in my opinion. I'm, I would, my intention is to do everything out of love, but I'm not going to do anything out of obligation because if I do, the person I'm hurting is the most is myself. So important for you to think and look at that 
and work with it. Because if you don't, again, the price you're going to pay is enormous. All right, that is it for this episode. Share with me your takeaways. DM me on Instagram or take a screenshot of this episode and share your takeaways and tag me. Or send an email to support at PadmaAli.com with your takeaways. And how you're going to stop that behavior of focusing on giving your power away to others and focus on only what brings you joy and doing things out of love and joy. All right, my dear friends, I will see you on another episode. Thank you for listening to the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast today. If you have gotten value from today's episode, I invite you to share it with your friends and colleagues. If you would like to further connect, you may follow me on Instagram at Padma Ali and LinkedIn. Of course, you may also visit me at PadmaAli.com to get more information on how we can work together. Thank you so much for being here.